Hey guys, welcome back to the Bubbly Thoughts Podcast. I'm Melissa, and I am your host. Uh, if this is your first time tuning into the Bubbly Thoughts Podcast, I hope you are in for a spooky treat. Uh, so this will be day three of Buzztober, where basically I get buzzed and read some of the best horror fiction that I have read over on the scary subreddit known as No Sleep. Um, I just want to reiterate, this is mature content. This is not for the faint of heart. It's just to get you in the spooky mood. Um, some of it can be kind of upsetting, but the writing is really well done. Um, again, if this is not advised for young people to listen to, um, because this is mature content. Uh, I try to give trigger warnings as best as I possibly can, um, but at the end of the day, you are being warned this is mature content. Uh, viewer discretion is advised. I guess it's not viewer discretion because you're not watching this. Listener's discretion is advised. Whatever. You know what I mean. So uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to kick us off for Buzztober day three, y'all, um, with our first uh, two-sentence horror story. So this one is written by... Pixel Station Studios. That's the username of this person on Reddit. I miss the days when I would fall asleep on the couch and my parents would carry me to my room. But after they informed me that they thought I had got up and gone to bed on my own, I have different feelings about it now. Ooh. So is this like a doppelganger kind of situation here? Oh! Anyway, I thought that one was really good. Um... There's also, like, in the comments, it's really sweet. Some people are like, you have a guardian angel that's taking care of you, or I'm, like, all sinister about it. I mean, that'd be great, I guess, but I thought I'd kick us off with that one. And in case you didn't know, um, this was just, this has been, like, a big trend with the horror community, that uh, two-sentence horror story. So it's supposed to just be literally two sentences that are terrifying and scary, which is a lot harder than you'd think, because you're not telling a full story in paragraphs or anything like that, you're, you're essentially telling a entire horror story in two sentences. And it's, it's neat because it allows your creativity to kind of go wild, but it also kind of is terrifying as well. And it's very impressive when people do it well. I actually thought that was a pretty good one. So now we're gonna go ahead and dive into our short story. Um, that's our first scary short story for uh, Buzztober day three. So this one was written by user Hyper Obscura, um, also known as the Queen of Horror. Go you. I If you have a crown, rock on, I guess. That's cool. And this one is entitled Porcelain. Growing up, I always knew my brother was different. I wasn't supposed to know, but I did. It wasn't so much a secret as it was a deep family shame. My parents refused to acknowledge it, and as a result, he never received the help he so desperately needed. But the full extent of his deviancy didn't become apparent until his early teens, a secret of which I've kept from everyone, even my brother. If he knew that I knew, I'm not sure what would happen. It was an accident, and that's how it all began. We were playing around in my mom's study, and I knocked over one of her many porcelain figures— a cute Dalmatian puppy, the fragile thing breaking into dozens of unrecognizable pieces as it hit the hardwood floor. My brother stared at the broken mess for minutes. Then my mom stormed into the room and started yelling. My brother didn't flinch, though. He stood in silence as she cleaned up, his eyes never leaving the ominous shards. A few days later, our neighbor, Miss Zelinsky, reported her dog Maha missing. 
She was a precious Dalmatian puppy, little over a year old. They found pieces of her for days, hacked violently into fleshy bits, a heinous act of pure cruelty, they called it. I immediately knew it was my brother. I suppose I still wanted to test my hypothesis, though, so a week later I accidentally broke another figurine, this time depicting a plump little boy. I ignored my mom's scolding, keeping my gaze locked on my brother. He didn't move an inch, just stared at the headless figurine on the floor. My mom locked the study after that incident. A few days later, Billy O'Donnell disappeared. Ten-year-old, freckled, a little bit on the heavy side. They found his body five days later. It took another two before they located his head. The expression frozen on his face was one of unimaginable pain and fear. I knew then for sure what my brother was, and I swore to myself to keep it a secret, to keep him safe. I would become the help he always needed. He'd happen upon broken remains of porcelain figurines all through his teenage years. A young, beautiful woman, a dapper middle-aged man sporting a broad-brimmed hat, a frowny-faced old lady cradling a cat, a handsome fellow in a sparkling red jacket. Some turned up in tiny pieces. Others were never found. He can never know that I know, though. Know that I'm the one who breaks them. Know that I deliberately leave them where he can find them. Know that I paint the figurines myself. One to resemble the slutty cashier that kept flirting with my husband. One to resemble my pervert of a boss. One to resemble the horrid old hag that let her cats piss on my property. The last one to resemble my cheating asshole of a husband. Don't worry. They won't be missed. They're all just broken porcelain figurines now. Eee! That was a twist, wasn't it? It was the sister. She's so bad. What a troubled person, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, so we're going to go ahead and move on to our final story of day three of Buzztober. And as a reminder, this one will be the longest one for today's episode. So this user, their name is Navan60. And hopefully you've listened to my Glitch in the Matrix episode, but that's actually uh, where this is from. It's a whole section um, in Reddit as well, uh, Glitch in the Matrix. So that's what this is gonna be today. So it's, it's not necessarily like horrifying like some of the other stories. Um, it's just to me sometimes even spookier because they can feel so real to have these kind of like glitch in the matrix kind of scenarios here. So this one is entitled, Me and my daughter witnessed something surreal and unexplainable today. For a few weeks before this while out driving, I've observed pedestrians standing at traffic lights who will reach into their pocket and look at their phone as they're walking across the road when the light goes green. Nothing significant or strange about this, just one of those mundane things you notice while going about your day. Today I was driving with my daughter and we stopped at a red light at a crossing and there was a man standing there. Again, nothing out of the ordinary. Denim jacket, black cap, glasses, around six foot two. I thought I'd try to weird out my younger daughter. She's five, so I knew I was going to blow her mind. So I said, see that man? When the walking man goes green and he starts to walk across, he'll reach into his pocket and pull out his phone and start to look at it. Watch and see. As he walks across, he reaches into his pocket, but then immediately takes his hand out and looks and points right at me with his mouth open, smiling like, I gotcha. Of course, my daughter found this absolutely hilarious, and I sat there completely mind blown. 
I must have sat there in silence looking at him walk across for the next 10 seconds. I drove on and had a look at him as I drove past, and he was smirking laughing. I'd been playing it through my head all day. The windows were up. The radio was on. I was not shouting. My voice was not even remotely raised, actually. He must have been about 15 to 20 feet away from me. I can't figure out at all how he could have heard me. It's literally impossible. How did he know I was trying to predict he'd reach into his pocket for his phone? The only even remote possibility I can think of is that he had the same observation as me and thought it, we might be thinking the same thing, so he just went for it. But realistically, what are even the chances of this? All right, I lied. I thought this was going to be long. It wasn't. Um, but I like that story. And I think we're going to wrap things up there. I know this has like been the shorter of the other two episodes so far. But doesn't that... I feel like for some reason, that story gives me kind of like the heebie-jeebies. Oh my god, I just heard something. And I'm like home alone right now. Oh, I'm giving myself the heebie-jeebies. Okay, anyway, so uh, I'm going to wrap it up here. I hope you guys enjoyed the three stories. Again, sorry the last one wasn't as long as I thought it was going to be. Um, but I hope you guys liked it anyway. And look forward to the new episode that's going to come out for Buzztober tomorrow. It'll be Buzztober Day 4. And until then, stay spooky, stay buzzy, and of course, stay bubbly.